Welcome to The Sober Gay, a podcast about being sober in the LGBT community and beyond. I'm your host, Dylan Gay, and yes, that is my real last name. If you'd like to watch today's episode, go to thesobergay.com and click on the Watch tab. Hi, Aubrey. Hey, good morning. <laughs> oh, good morning. I know, right? I feel like this is our first morning episode. I know. We're recording during the sunlight hours right I now. I love this. <laughs> it's nice outside. Beautiful. I was able to wear a mesh shirt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, da, 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 da. Oh, wait, that's, never mind. I was oh, trying to do... I know what you were trying to do. <laughs> I was trying to do church. Okay, wait. Dum, dum, da, dum. Da, dum, da, dum. It's wedding season. Ooh, yes, it is. Especially now that there are no masks. Oh my God, right? Um, so I was on a little trip last week. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to um my first sober wedding. And not only did I go to my first sober wedding, I went to two weddings Ooh. in one week. Ooh. I know. And so I think I'll just jump right in. Yeah. So I flew into New Jersey from Denver on Saturday. Okay. And then stayed with my mom. It was wonderful. Yeah. Um, we had some of the best conversation I think we've ever had in our life. Um, uh, yeah. So I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, definitely um, healed some traumas. There was a lot of healing. There yeah. was a lot of, you know, just emotion. It was just a really good visit with her. So that was like kind of like the start off of everything. And then the wedding was the first wedding was Sunday. And that was in um, Pennsylvania. It was in the mountains and hills of Pennsylvania. It was really pretty. It was in the woods. You sent Um, me some Instagram pictures and I just was in love. It was like it was like a fairy tale. It was like like the venue is like beautiful. There was it was literally in the middle of the woods. So like. You walked up the aisle instead of, I don't know, you, you get it. It was oh, yeah. really beautiful. There was a little creek. I don't know. So, <laughs> so anyway, wedding goes on. It's great. And then it gets to, you know, um, we all go back inside for cocktail hour. Mm-hmm. So cocktail hour, I go, you know, get a cranberry juice and, you know, I'm eating some more d'oeuvres. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Cocktail hour didn't bother me whatsoever. It was fine. Good. Good. Um, I got to see some old friends from high school or not high school, middle school. Um, Cause this particular friend that was getting married is one of my friends from like fifth grade. So um, I saw, I know, I know I saw some people that I haven't seen in a long time. And of course I'm like, you know, I'm sober now and vegetarian. <laughs> and they're like, Oh my God, this guy from this Denver, guy, right? Denver, Denver gay, <laughs> yeah. sober and a vegetarian. Oh. I know, because when they brought my meal out, the vegetarian meal, everyone's like, oh, and you're vegetarian? Are you perfect? <laughs> I'm like, yes, I am. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so after cocktail hour, they move us upstairs and it's like kind of like going into dinner and they bring in like the wedding party and everything. Mm-hmm. And as they're, you know, sitting, seating us, um, they start pouring the champagne for everyone. So everyone has a champagne flute at their table. Um, so they got to mm. me and I said, hey, um, you can skip me. I was like, I don't drink. And she's like, oh, okay. She filled up my glass and put it down. I was uh, like, uh, uh. okay. <laughs> and then, um, so I'm like, 
trying to pawn it off. I just kind of like held it up, which felt very strange. Just holding it in general mm-hmm. felt really weird for me. So I was just like, hey, anybody want a free glass of champagne? And like, of course, my table was like, yeah, like I'll take it. Someone took it off my hands. Oh, my God. And that was fine. And then um, so I continued drinking cranberry juice. I gave the bartender a 20. So he was keeping my cranberry juice filled all night. And then <laughs> um, the, I noticed the father of the bride looked over. He saw me give my champagne away. Yeah. And he was just like, he always calls me Scott, my middle name. Ever since we were little, he's always Aww. called me Scott. So he's like, Scott, Scott. And he put his glass up. He's like, it's for cheers. And I'm just like, oh, I know. And I just kind of picked up my water glass. And I was like, we'll be good. Like, we'll be fine. <laughs> That's like not today. Sorry. I know. He's literally standing in the line waiting for them to be called out. Oh. And I'm like, I'm not going to take this opportunity to be like, so I'm sober now. Oh, <laughs> like, my God. Yeah. So I was just like, you know, just going to let that go. It was fine. Um, we did the big toast. I toasted with my water. Everything was grand. Mm-hmm. And we moved on to dancing. And that was when I was like, OK, this is the part where I'm like, I didn't know how to act. And I texted you. And yeah. I was like, I was like. I am like, I don't know what to do right now. Like everyone's dancing. Everyone's expecting me to be the crazy Dylan. Everyone knows Dylan. That's, you know, wild and yeah. fun. And the Britney Dylan, Britney Dylan start doing mm-hmm. choreography and stuff like that. And, you know, yep. they, they, you know, start playing some good songs that I liked and I was getting nervous and I texted you and I'm like, I don't know if I can do this. And you were kind of just like, just go dance. You love dancing. And I was just like, you know, duh, I snapped out of it. I walked onto the dance floor it was very hard at first. I'm not going to front. Oh, I, I, no. Yeah. I like just moving my body. I couldn't even get in rhythm with the music. And it was just like, it was like, I don't know. I can't explain it. It was, I was trying to let loose and I felt really strange. I was able to let loose for probably one song. And then I Irish goodbye or whatever they call yeah. it. I literally, I couldn't do it. I don't, I, I couldn't say goodbye to anyone. I don't know what happened. I just kind of like froze up and then I, I, I had to go. And was it a moment that you felt like you had to drink in like, or was it like, did you feel like, did you feel like you wanted to drink in that moment to make it so you could dance? Were you vulnerable? Was it just the I vulnerability think, of it? I, th- I think that I like, I didn't want to drink. I never once craved a drink. Yeah. I think it was more of like, I didn't know how to act. Like it was all so new to me to be at that, in that setting and not, you know, wasted at that point. Cause I've always been wasted by that point. Every wedding I've been to, yeah. I'm the crazy one with all the attention that's dancing and, you know, drunk yeah, and yeah, yeah, funny yeah. and that one, you know, like taking his d- suit off and, but I didn't know how to act. I was, cause I didn't feel that way in the moment. I did. I wasn't, feeling like being like that so i'm like i was like i'm not gonna just do that just to please people so i was just i had a weird moment yeah i had a weird moment it wasn't it wasn't negative or bad it was just a strange moment and i just had to go and i don't like goodbyes especially when people are drinking and i i just kind of like bounced I yeah just, you know um so then after that fast forward to friday i had the other wedding <laughs> And the other wedding was, yeah, I know. The other wedding was in North Carolina. It was on the beach. Um, so it was completely mm. different vibe. It was great. Um, so that one, I, I, it was almost like I'd had a warm up at that point. Yeah. So this one I went into when it was time for, you know, cocktail hour and all that stuff. This time, I kind of didn't feel as awkward, like almost as if the first one warmed me up. And um, by the time, 
dancing started, mm-hmm. I was the first one on the dance floor at that mm. wedding. So I literally started the dancing at that wedding for the second one. Oh. And I was feeling it. And I danced all night. Oh. All night. I was feeling it. I'm not a good dancer. I never realized how bad of a dancer I am, honestly. I always you thought, are you can dance. I can dance choreography, like like learned, but like just letting go. Oh my god. God, but it was so fun. And people were like picking up on my energy because I was dancing unapologetically. Mm-hmm. I was just, you know, people were picking up on that energy and they're like, oh, this is fun. Like, and like just to feel that like sense of freedom and liberation mm-hmm. and I didn't need a drink, it was insane. So I will say oh. the difference between the first wedding and the second wedding, they were both amazing ceremonies, it had nothing to do with the bride, the vibe, or anything like that. It was just like, my personal growth, I guess it took, yeah. it took that first wedding to get the nervous jitters out. And by that second one, I was like, Oh my God, this I'm is sober. Easy. Yeah. And I fucking own this shit. Oh, it was great. Honestly. Um, I'm glad it sounds like these weddings were a blast. They were really fun. And the night of the wedding. So, you know, like everyone parties after Yeah, yeah. yeah. we all went to this mansion after one of the, it was like an Airbnb. Someone had rented. I was like a four Ugh. story, but it was so nice. We went there and I was one of the last four people left partying. So it was this like, is the second wedding? This is the second wedding. Okay. So this is that night. Like after the dancing, after they kicked us out of the reception hall and everything, we went to like a bar or something like that. And I was fine. Like, yeah, I was totally fine. I was there trying to like mack it on some dude, but it didn't go the way I planned. But <laughs> And then by oh. that time I was like, it was like 3.30 when I got home. Wow. I know. And I, I was, did not know North Carolina had bars open until that late. I know. Well, I thought the bar was going to close at 2, so I was just kind of riding the wave yeah. and trying to talk to this guy. And it was like 2.05. They were still going. I was like, I'm out. <laughs> and I tried to get my Uber. Uber canceled. Long story short, I got home at like 3.30. But it was oh. so fun. I didn't like freaking out. Like, if that would have happened to me when I was drinking, which it happened plenty of times, Uber would, Ubers would cancel, and I'd be like, left looking so confused and having like three charges the next day on my phone for random ubers that i had started then canceled and just confused i i, I didn't have any of that i was yeah. like oh my uber canceled oh let me get another one yeah. but you know what i mean it was just a different feeling good yeah i know i've had mo- i've had multiple uh instances with having to get you an uber <laughs> yes you have back when i was drinking and you were so <laughs> What was that one time? Uh, you were at DP Doe, but apparently you were not at DP Doe when the Uber came. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Well, no, I don't. <laughs> I was video chatting you and you showed me. You're like, here's DP Doe. And I was like, I got you. And then you're like, no, I'm over here now. And I was like, I can't tell the Uber that. That's the worst because I can't stand still like when I'm sober. So when I was a drunk, it was just like I would just be floating everywhere just like you'd be like dylan stay in one spot stay right there i have your location i'm like okay got it i'll stay right here and then like two minutes later you're like why are you across the street (laughs) why did you cross the street (laughs) oh my gosh yeah we lost you at charlie's that night that's how this all started yeah Uh, i just wandered off yeah you just wandered off i love it so there was none of that this time around. no i'm glad i know no uber it's great to just be able to call your own uber to like get in it and be like yes this is me 
Yes. Oh, and that was a good thing too. I got in the car and I was like, just so you know, I'm sober. So you don't have to worry about me like throwing up in your car at three 30. And he was like, Oh, great. <laughs> because it was like a, it's a beach town. It was oh, like yeah. a little like honky tonk bar that I was in. Like, Oh, they had Heineken zero though. I was very happy about that. Mm. I was very happy about that. I but, love when bars have just an NA beer that you can sip on. You can hide it and be like, yeah, I'm drinking, but I'm not. The guy I was trying to Mac on, I, it was weird watching him progressively get more and more drunk mm. while our, you know, like our conversation just dwindled. It was kind of sad. Like yeah. was, we started off the night with a good connection. You know, we were locking eyes. We were, you know, flirting. It was, it was nice. And then I noticed as the night went on, he just made, he, he just made less and less sense. Yeah. It was just like, we, we started repeating conversations and I'm like, wait, we just talked about that. And yeah. it's like, it's just so weird being on the other side. And like, I was trying so hard to like dick it down. And it was just, I was like at, at one point towards the end, I'm like, at this point, I don't think I would enjoy sex with him or like hooking up or anything. Like, yeah, I was just like this it just doesn't feel right. It wasn't going to work. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I don't know. I was like, maybe I came into this guy's life to help him with his drinking or something. I don't know. Who knows where, what happened there, mm -hmm. but it was just like, it was interesting to yeah. be, to be on the other side of like, and that was like the first time I really, cause with COVID and everything, that was like, God, yeah, first you never time I really out yeah. at the club really sober. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, no, I went, for, I literally went to like, uh, Charlie's once to watch like a drag race or something before the pandemic and then pandemic hit. So it was That's like, That's crazy. Yeah, so it was like the first time I'd been in like a setting where I could flirt and like talk to someone since I'd been sober and since I've like lost weight and, you know, I feel confident about myself. You know, it's crazy. You were kind of almost forced into the recommended one year of not going to bars or anything. I know. Like without, you're like, I have to do this. I can't go to bars. Yeah, <laughs> I, I wondered. Like, that's where I really believe in like, like everything happens for a reason. Mm -hmm. And like, because I honestly think that the pandemic helped me so much with my journey just to get me on the right path and not have bars open and not have the temptations and things like that. Like, honestly, it was probably one of the best years to get sober for me, you know, yeah. initially. So. Which is weird to think. Cause he wouldn't like, I, when I like first imagined the pandemic, I was like, everyone panicked buying alcohol. Yeah. Like they were like, Oh, liquor stores are closing down and everyone's like, we need to go. Yeah. That scared me. But cause I was thinking when that happened, I was like, I just wonder what I would have done mm -hmm. if I was still drinking, I would have been freaking out. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. I would have too. So that was the my wedding weekends. It was pretty it exciting. Sounds, it sounds great. They sound beautiful. I want to go to that place in Pennsylvania. Oh my I just, god! I just I miss trees. I told you that. <laughs> I I just miss the trees and the rivers. Yeah, I'll need that out here in Denver. <laughs> We're gonna right? figure how how to terraform that. Yeah, right. I feel um. I just feel strong. Good. I feel really strong after that two experiences like that and. Just like everything in between, like I made that a really good trip for myself. I ended up like before I flew from Jersey to North Carolina, I stopped and hung out in Brooklyn for the morning and mm -hmm. rode a, rode a electric bike over the Brooklyn Bridge and just like Ugh. just just things that I couldn't have life. done. I would have been hung over from hanging out with my friends the night before in New Jersey. You know what I mean? But I wasn't. I was hanging out with my friends the night before and I went to bed and I woke. You know what I mean? It was just different it's crazy because i think about that and the one time i went in new york city i rode a bike drunk in downtown manhattan never do that right oh my god me and my friends were falling over all over the place like manhattan terrible i did terrible. fall off my bike but i'll be okay oh wow. i know i was like trying to go around this girl 
because it was there was it was like a it was a bike path but it had been detoured for some construction mm -hmm. and i was trying to take it wide to go around this girl and i just smashed into a wall <laughs> you and, weren't looking to see if there was a wall there you're like <laughs> and i like I like, you know, the first thing you learn when you like fall, like when you're skateboarder, or, like anything, you just noodle up, you know, you don't want to hurt yourself. Yeah. So I literally just like flew into the wall and was just like, <laughs> just like let my body go. <laughs> and the woman, uh, uh. the woman that I went around, like puts her phone down. She's like, oh my God, are you okay? <laughs> and I was just like, and of course I get up. I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Apologizing to her. Right. After like... I fall off my bike. Mm hmm. Not all your, not all your fault though. To be honest, I mean, infrastructure I in America. Yeah, I know, and yeah, I know. pedestrian bike paths. I just thought that was funny that I ran into her, and then I started apologizing instantly. Or I didn't run into her, but you know what I meant. You I ran just, into a wall. I ran into and a you wall. Apologized to her for running into a wall. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, I ran into a wall and made you laugh. But definitely put that on the therapist notes. <laughs> Why am I apologizing when I'm bleeding? I, you know, I should probably do that too. Therapy. <laughs> yeah. That, honestly, therapy's been going really well for me too. Good. I did. I worked on today. Um, I did therapy this morning already, and we. I worked on um, changing negative um, worries into positive worries. Mm. So you know, instead of saying like, "Am I going to fail?" or "Am I going to lose it?" instead just say like oh what if i succeed or mm -hmm. what if i make it you know so just like turning things like my little worries into positive words yeah. i guess so i don't know just just worry is just more into things that happen yeah in life and you just move on and go with the flow yeah i'm feeling good on my medicine too i i think i i don't know if i've been transparent about that have i talked about how i'm on zoloft now um so yeah i don't I know if i've mentioned the that first on the show. episode yeah yeah so i've been on zoloft for about two months now um really great i love the way it's has it already been two months yeah wow i know uh, it's like um i don't know it's just i feel i don't know how to explain it it's just um it just makes sense yeah. in my head right now a little bit more so that's going well um, Good. got another blood dump coming up tomorrow so i'm gonna drain off some of the iron in my blood from the hemochromatosis so good and then you get well. your second vet no you already got your second oh yeah one. i am fully That's vaccinated right. i am way fully vaccinated I, ooh, yes yeah i've been fully vaccinated for uh, like i got it three weeks my second shot three four weeks ago gosh time is flying by i this. know i feel like I, I just feel like this year has just gone so quickly it's already almost june i know Ugh. um aubrey and i went to the opening of awake in denver that was amazing great uh so fun it was the i i never liked wine when i drank but the na wine that they had at that this sauvignon blanc oh my jesus they <laughs> have such a good non-alcoholic sauvignon blanc at awake and okay so for you guys who don't know what awake is it's just a sober bar literally they have all of the non-alcoholic spirits wines beers they have coffee mocktails mm -hmm. everything there is not a drop of liquor in the place so you can feel comfortable when you go in knowing that you're not going to be you know wrongly served something that with alcohol in it or just god forbid anything like that so it's just a really good place to go it's cute hang out. yeah it's a cute little hangout they have a dj every now and then that comes yeah. on in or like just like uh poetry or like writers that come on in so yeah i'm really excited they have a i think a dance um some kind of dance festival thing co oh. contest coming up soon so go ahead and just uh, do yourself a favor and go over to Awake Denver's Instagram and check out and see what that all looks yeah. like. Yeah, <laughs> get yourself a good NA beer and NA wine right. and NA cocktail because those are 
Mm. Yeah, that was so good. Um, what did we try? I tried that. Oh, the espresso and a martini. Oh, the martini. <gasps> yeah. Oh. That was bussin'. <laughs> Is that what the kids say now? <laughs> it, honestly, someone said that to me yesterday, and I was like, what? Bussin'? Oh. Bussin'. Okay. Okay, Cardi. <laughs> <laughs> um, Aubrey. Yes. <laughs> we have a website <laughs> oh my god we do yes we do and that website is the sobergay.com yes it is and we also have an instagram oh we do we do oh my gosh it is the sober gay podcast yeah and oh my god <laughs> we have an email no we don't yeah we do stop it y'all need to email us at the sober gay at gmail.com <laughs> yes I don't, we'll never get that smooth. Nope, I will never get it right. <laughs> That's the beauty of it, though. I hope you all understand it one day. Just watch them all and you'll figure it out. <laughs> well, until next time. Stay sober, girl. Do we have this? I think so. Ooh, enjoy. <laughs>